So I have a family member outside of Istanbul and I reached out to him. Our initial thought was going through a third company. Then he started doing his research, got nowhere with it too. Then he said, well, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to open up the factory. He just bought a new factory for his business. I'll buy all the material. I'll get the guys hired and we'll make this happen. Yeah, kid. Welcome back to another episode of the Handsome Home Buyer Podcast. My name is Charles. AKA the handsome home buyer, formerly Captain Permit. But we still love you, obviously, Captain Permit. 516-513-8838. If you need permit help, coast to coast. And by that, I mean from the Nassau Queens border all the way out to Montauk and everything in between. Obviously, this podcast and every other podcast is sponsored by Cardinal Financial. Sal Rizzolo, Patchog. We know him. We love him. He takes care of us. He'll take care of you. Reach out. This is his number. You guys do that thing, right? All right. So. We had a lot of action, a lot of stuff going on. Biggest charity event that I've ever done. Have you ever done? This is the biggest one I've done, yeah. Blowing it out on a level like I didn't even, I could never have imagined, right? So for anybody who hasn't seen it, this podcast is obviously dropping a week out. So when you see this podcast, if you don't have your tickets, you better actually, you probably can't get a ticket. If you're watching this, it's probably too late. (laughs) We'll see on the live stream then. So for everybody, if if you don't know these fine people that I'm sitting with, this is, J.B. Balvinen. Balvinen. Fuck, I do that every time. <laughs> it's okay. It's all I've right. always done that. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. You, we actually had a moment where like I, I drilled it for a little while and I got it. Yeah. Apparently. I think you put it like as like in your workout routine. You like now, threw now, a few Balvinens now, now in there. Now I'm back. Uh, Tillery Media. <laughs> yep. Right? We've done a bunch of things together. Um, did LLS about two or three years ago. Raised $60,000 in the middle of COVID. You've done a ton of great stuff. Real estate training. Um, so real estate training and marketing media done conferences. We mm-hmm. run conferences for business people, for real estate agents too. So, I mean, anything that's in the space of, of business, but especially with the real estate industry, I work closely with them. So whether there's marketing or sales training, uh, you name that project and, and I've been there. But it extends even further past. I mean, I see you doing music videos. I see you yeah. doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So anything really content related, you guys have an amazing facility over at Tillery now. I mean, probably the best on Long Island that I've seen. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We, we were inspired by uh, Warner Brothers in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. When I saw this, I let's build a footprint like that, but obviously at, at a more realistic level for our, where we're at in our phase. So just want to create a way to be able to make media constantly without having to shut down one thing to do another thing and shoot all these different sets. We actually did the math. We could do about 190 different scenes mm-hmm. in the same building. Yeah, like, no, I love what you guys are doing there. Yeah. You have that, that street. Yeah. Everything looks like houses. It's very cool. If you haven't seen it, you guys should check it out. If you're looking to create content, and everybody should be creating content, definitely check them out. And Denise. Denise Osger with Signature Premier Properties. Signature Premier, top 20, under 40. You remember she was here about nine, 10 months ago, right? Yeah. We were celebrating that. We're back with a new celebration. So you guys kind of explain a little bit about what we have going on and what people are gonna expect come March 19th. So yeah, I mean, on March 16th, what we Fuck. do- March 16th. Yeah. Right. We're at it. Keep going. <laughs> so, so March 16th, uh, we're doing a, an event called the Real Estate Rebuild. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have you speaking there. I'm speaking there. Denise is going to be there speaking there. We have uh, Kevin Iglesias. We have Brian Carp, Dan O'Neill. And uh, we might, we're going to have a few more surprises for you too that day. But what this event is really about is obviously the economy is changing. So we want to help people reshape and rebuild. But we really wanted to create something that we can use as a vehicle to put money towards a great cause. Because uh, in February, on February 6th, Turkey was struck with multiple earthquakes. 
exceeding 7.8, 7.6 in different areas. There was actually an earthquake uh, less than 48 hours ago, again, 5.6 in really? Turkey. Yeah. So it was more devastation in areas the same that place? were spared. No, a new, well, yeah. Go ahead, same region. Same region? Yeah. Same region, yeah. So um, what, we're, what we're doing is, is that we now have 13.5 million people displaced, you know, and, and Denise, which I want, I want her to talk about it, she, uh, she came up with a phenomenal idea because I think so many people that we knew, including myself, were kind of like a little frozen. Everyone wants to help, but how? Yeah. You know, and then she reached out to me to, to you know, with this brilliant idea. And Denise, I, want, I want you to talk about that and how you put this together. So just so everybody knows, you were, you were born in Turkey. I was born and raised in Turkey. I moved to States when I was 11. In you were born in this particular region that was affected, or no, okay. no, I, I was born in Istanbul. Thankfully, none of my family members are affected, nobody lives close to that area. Um, but yeah, you were not born in Turkey, but no. you are first generation American, you speak Turkish, and obviously, you have a lot of family there, yeah, yeah. So, I actually believe it or not, so I'm from Cyprus, it's like the, my family's from Cyprus, so that's the Sicily. Uh, of Turkey, so I'm like Turkey. all these Sicilians out there, I'm, I'm a Turkish. Do they, do they not Sicilian. consider him a, a real Turk? It depends on what's going on. I, <laughs> not me. I consider him Turkish. <laughs> so like I'm, I'm really Turkish on some things, other things I'm not really Turkish. But they call Cyprus. Um, first of all, the, there's a lot of respect and good relations between uh, Cyprus yeah. and Turkey. So it's not like a feud thing. Um, I noticed that Italians had a harder time. The Sicilians had a harder time with Northern Italians than Turks do with, with Cypriots. Yeah. Yes. But um, yeah, so I'm, I'm Turkish and, and my family's there and we also have family and friends in Turkey. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's, where, that's where I'm from, where my family's from. So you and I are obviously, we do a lot of business together and we were outside of a house and I you know, asked you how everything's going on. Obviously I see you posting on social media, I see everything that's going on in the news and it's just like, it, it's mind blowing. And I'm sure what's actually going on there, we, we can't even begin to relate. Like watching it on TV or seeing yeah. an article, doesn't even scratch the surface of, you know, what people are dealing with. Yeah. And you were, you were like really distraught. That, that was the day that the night before was when I was watching the news the first time ever. I never watched the news, Turkish news ever. And I, you know, put it up and what I saw, it was, it was hard. It was hard to watch. And I mean, people were on the street. Imagine having like this paper, in a plastic thing over your head and they were trying to sleep under those and it was snowing raining cold i woke i couldn't sleep that night i woke up in the morning and i said well, there has to be something we can do like there has to be and then i was actually having a conversation with another guy that lives in the area and he asked me about container homes and i said i, I don't know anything about them but i can research when i did my research i said we can do this mm. we can buy container homes First, I said, I'll take a commission and just put it towards that, buy a few. But then I quickly found out that you can't do that as an individual. You can't really donate. You really have to go through the local government. Then I reached out to JB. I didn't even tell him what it was. I said, I have an idea that maybe we can do. And he said, I'm in. Let's do it. And I started, I remember I started crying in the car. I said, he doesn't even know what, I, what I'm going to say. He's going to probably think I'm crazy. And that, that, that was really it. And came about pretty quickly. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It did. Yeah. And it was it was it was really incredible because what we what we really worked on and did was I remember Denny's reached out to me and it was perfect timing because my wife, Betcha, she's literally like, do something. And I'm like, <laughs> she's like, you need to do something. And well, I'm when like, the earthquake happened. When the earthquake like, happened, she's like, you need to do something. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I know. She's like, so do something. <laughs> and she'll be like, message me, did you do something yet? And I'm like, <laughs> 
So I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm working on it. She's like, well, work harder because I don't see anything. So you need to do it. So, Damn. yeah. And she's never like that, by the way. Anyone who knows so my wife? Because, yeah, I mean, she's very calm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, very mild mannered. Like, yeah, I, I can't picture it. Yeah, I was with her since I'm 17. She's never talked to me like that. But wow. she was like, you're going to do something about this. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do something. And then Danny's reached out to me. That's why I was like, yes. No, I'm just saying, no, no, no. But, but realistically speaking, when she reached out, she finally gave a vehicle of how we can do something, you know, because here's the thing. And, and this is nothing against anything that's charity. Um, I've supported a lot of charities we all have here. But sometimes you question what extent of the money actually reaches the people. And so many charities go so overhead heavy mm-hmm. where a lot of the money is just spent on whatever event and maybe 10%, 15% of that gets sent out to the people. So when we saw how many people were affected and, and Dennis was able to secure a manufacturer that we can pay direct and make ensure that through the municipality she secured to deliver that to people, that was something we had to do and we had to like get attention to it. And then also you reached out to me and you were like, Dennis told me about this, whatever you need. And all of a sudden we had this momentum. And then, you know, you reached out to, you know, Peter and Kathy at Signature and a lot of people like it just goes to show like how many people really care because all of a sudden we start to gain this momentum on this thing and we want to we're going to create an incredible event it's mm. not just like people are really going to get a lot of value out of it but it's really incredible to see how many people came together how fast it was because yeah I'm, it, I'm totally blown away at the amazing amount of support i mean so we've been we've been raising money for so we have a goal of a hundred thousand dollars right mm-hmm. i think it's also important well a, i want to digress for half a second because like for me this is very important because it, it really impacted me when we were standing there outside that house you looked at me and I was like, you know, is there anything I could do? You need anything? And you're like, I can't sleep. Like, I have to do something. You're like, I'm up all night. I'm, I'm, I'm dreaming about it. I'm thinking about it. Like, I, I have to I have to do something. And then you told me about the idea for the containers and that you've been speaking to JB. And you have a family member that's going to be kind of an integral part in, in making this happen. Because obviously, when things like this happen, I mean, A, anybody that's in construction on Long Island knows that if you need to get anything, it, it's not easy. Yeah. Like, it, if you need to order electronic, whatever it is, like supply chain issues are a massive problem. So in the middle of something like this, to be able to have someone be able to manufacture in a short period of time, 25 container homes at a price that, you know, is mind blowing, isn't, isn't easy. So if you want to talk about that a little bit and how that came. Yeah. So when I, first I started reaching out to container, you know, manufacturers in Turkey and prices were okay. Then I called a few more places and every day they kept going up every day, you know, people kept giving me different estimates and I said well this is this isn't going anywhere by the time I put this through and we go through with this this prices are going to be you know triple of what's happening because they're everybody's taking advantage of the situation yeah so I have a family member outside of Istanbul and I reached out to him our initial thought was going through a third company then he started doing his research but got nowhere with it too then he said well, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to open up the factory. He just bought a new factory for his business that's half operating, half not. So he said, I'll open it up. I'll buy all the material. I'll get the guys hired and we'll make this happen. And I was like, that's perfect. And the biggest thing that I was against was I didn't want to donate the money to another organization in Turkey. Yeah, I wanted to make sure that those homes were built and they were delivered to the location that they said they were going to. And you're to. actually going to be going to Turkey personally to Hopefully. make sure that this that, happens. That's the plan. That's 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 the plan. I think JB is yeah. on board with that too. We're going to try to go, hopefully, because um, we do have to figure out logistics mm-hmm. if they're going to allow us there. So there's, there's still things that we need to figure out. Mm-hmm. 
because they're not allowing everybody to visit these sites. So I think we can, but we have to see. So, but basically with, with your connections and, and your, your family members essentially opening up this manufacturing facility <clears throat> to build these at cost just to, to help the cause. Yes, and so, he actually funded more money. So they're actually building 50 That's homes. awesome. Half of them is people who have sponsored through his network and the other half is ours. So I think give a little bit of background about the conditions and actually what's going on. So I don't know if anybody who's watching this has seen the live the other day, the live with, I believe it was a family that, member of yours? Yes, a, a friend of ours. Very, very, very moving. You could tell that he was extremely emotional about what was going on, what he saw. So kind of give people a little bit of a background about like really what the conditions are like over there right now. It's, it's unimaginable. I mean, there's, um, you know, it's something that I think a lot of people that spend time looking at it. I mean, I know like it affected, it affected just to watch it affects you a lot. So only imagine what they're going through. But specifically what you're seeing is, is that in, in the middle of the night, you have a seven point magnitude earthquake, um, buildings collapsing on people, uh, over 50,000, um, have perished verified. There's over uh, 150,000 missing. There's been a lot of uh, people that have had to been buried without being identified. Um, what really upsets me is, is that, you know, some people might think because, you know, I have like a Turkish background, that's why I want to get involved. But actually it's because I'm a father. Like I watched so many people like hold their lifeless kid in their hand, like watching it on TV. There's a man holding the hand of his 15 year old daughter as she's crushed underneath dead and he's sitting there for hours and no, no one can console him or, or, or move him. You have people that got trapped, survived the actual collapse, and held their kids in, until they literally starved to death in their hands. This is what's really happening over there. And um, it's tough to talk about. It's tough to see. And, um, you know, there's nothing we could have done to stop the earthquake, but there is something we can do now to help a lot of these people that are still alive, you know, because we're not giving them homes. We're giving them hope. The fact that when they think they have nothing and then we can provide them something, you know, we, there's there's a lot of issues going on right now. You have people recovering from losses, not having their home, losing their job, um, not having a place to live, uh, freezing, not having food, not having proper medical care. You know, you have people, you have pregnant women giving birth or miscarrying and there's no hospitals to put them in because the hospitals have collapsed. And you have over 13 million people that are that are that are displaced from that still. So even people that survive, they pass the first hurdle, but that doesn't mean that um, there's not a long road ahead without the right help. Yeah. And I mean, I've, I've heard you guys have told me that, you know, the, the president's very good as far as, you know, construction and fast construction. But when you, when you're talking about that level of, of, of damage, it's, it's going to be years. It's going to yeah. be years and years, which is why, you know, what we're doing is so important because, you know, a, a simple container home is going to be able to house a family of five for two, three, four, five years. And even as, as people, you know, rebuild and certain people go into houses, they can be reused over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it really gives someone a head start because, you know, you don't, you don't realize, I think a lot of the times we spend a lot of time thinking about things that cost money like this, but we, we don't realize how much the things, how important the things are that we get that are free. And when we lose those, those are really hard to replace. And when you have your family having a home for them, even that modular home gives them so much initial stability where they don't have to figure out where am I sleeping tonight or where can we go to so people can start rebuilding again. So you're, yeah, you're on point. We can deliver that. And then once it's delivered, it can be used again to help more people somewhere else. It's not a one-time thing. Yeah. So how, how extensive is the damage? Meaning how many 
how many miles is it? Like how big is the region that was affected? Around 500 uh, square kilometers is the region. If you, you know, cause we also had earthquakes in, in Syria that, that, that were just as devastating. And if you combine both those areas, that's actually about the size of France or the state of Texas. So border to border. And all of it is basically Level. Yeah, seismologists and experts uh, mm-hmm. estimate it as around 130 atomic bombs as far as devastation. I mean, I'm sure this is one of the worst, but is this the worst earthquake in, I mean, it's got to be at least the last 100 years? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would, I would have to say so. Yeah, this is, it's really bad. And um, it's still happening even now. So, you know, it's very difficult. I don't think any country, even even the most prepared ones, can 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 calculate this type of damage or you know who do you help what do you do where do you start building it's tough jesus so getting into the the event itself right events are it's what you do yeah yeah so and and i don't think people truly understand how much work goes into how much work creativity and ultimately talent goes into putting an event together like you guys was it was it two years ago when you had Grant Cardone and some major speakers out. You guys yeah. had you know, six, eight hundred people. Eight hundred people, yeah. So I just kind of a little bit of background so people understand like what's involved in putting an event together like this in a four-week period. So we basically turned around, we're on the street in Selden, looking at a high ranch that we're trying to buy. And that turns into, okay, we're gonna have, you know, two hundred people, this, that, food, mobilize everybody, who's gonna sponsor, how are we gonna get the containers together? Just kind of give people a little bit of background about like what you guys have been doing behind the scenes to put this all together. Yeah, I mean, to put it together, it's it's not easy. And, and for those, any of you that are watching that have put together events, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But well, we certainly s- didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it was this involved. Yeah, well, thank God we did things like the Entrepreneur Conference <laughs> ahead of time, because at least it's a, it's, a, it's a little bit of a dry run. But like, so for example, to put together an event, one is you have to figure out what your theme is, what your goal is, what your value add, get the speakers on board, coordinate that, coordinate those topics, prepare the venue, make sure you have the proper audio visual, um, run of show, catering that show, building the program, uh, making sure that everything goes right the way it's supposed to, promotion, which is one of the hardest parts that everyone neglects. Yeah. Everyone is like, if I make a bad, uh, you know, a, a badass enough conference and everyone will show up, it's not true. Yep. It's not true. Like we had, we had some of the most popular people in the country at the time and we sold it out, but man, was it a fight to the finish. So um, with something like this, to put the logistics together of it, we have to deliver value and awareness at the same time. And, and being able to do that requires a lot of coordination. We're, we're selling tickets, we're putting together sponsorship decks, keeping track of everything, right? There's email campaigns that are gonna go out. There's, um, r- there's the run of show, there's all these other pieces to have delivery and then we have to deliver that. We have to ensure that we're over delivering what we promise, not even delivering what we promise. Uh, so. All of that while also doing the administration and the runaround and the negotiations with vendors and, and running your business and, and running your business in that time and also driving like your staff. It's like you said that was the biggest priority. This priority too. get them both done by 5 p.m. <laughs> it's just like this. So you, you just have to be to be totally honest. You have to be unreasonable to do these things. If you're reasonable, you'll find a million ways why it can't work and cancel or, or, or not make the target. It is super unreasonable in everything you do. And we're evolving, right? Like we have. We do certain promotions, it works really well. We do another promotion, it doesn't work. And we got to change it again. So it's not even like we made the flyer, we're good, sit back, relax, mm-hmm. watch the tickets come in. So there's a there's a lot that goes to it, but it's all for the purpose of, one is, you know, we obviously want to help this cause, but we also want to deliver an incredible event, helps people re- reinvigorate their business and take it to a whole other level. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, obviously there's no comparison to what's, 
you know, what's going on in Turkey versus what's going on here. But I think the the world economy is not doing well. Yeah, there's you know, things are inflation is running rampant, regardless of what they tell you. It's very difficult. I mean, especially in the real estate industry, there's a lot of agents that are hurting because there's not a lot of inventory. So people aren't doing a lot of business. Mortgage professionals are really, really hurting and people are nervous. And literally the cost of milk is going up by by the day. Yeah, my my sheetrocker just text me. Uh, an hour ago and six months ago, it was 14,000 a sheetrock. This house and the exact same house is now $18,000 on one line item. It's just, it's not sustainable. And I think a lot of people are really reaching for some kind of support and education to help sustain themselves during this time because who knows how long it's it's gonna last. Right, yeah. And I mean, and to, to actually even give people like a real uh, aspect of what they're gonna get is a lot of people, and, and I've experienced, I think we all have, we get that roller coaster, which is things go really well, then all of a sudden there's a dip and then it goes up and down. This happens to people in their professional and personal life, this roller coaster. And then people believe that's just the way of life. That's how it goes down. But there's actually a lot of things that cause it that, that can prevent that from happening and stopping that roller coaster. And there's processes we're actually going to show people who attend on being able to, one, keep their confidence, keep feeding that fire and being able to actually grow their business because most people wait for validation from the outside or news from the outside or something from the outside to tell them that they're doing the right thing or they're doing well. And they, they're not as self-determined as they think they might be. And I think that there's a lot of confusion of what's going on too in the marketplace where there's a lot of people in our industry that are working really hard to appear to have the success. And that's more important to them than the actual success. Yeah. And it's really weird because I think fake it till you make it got confused with if you're fake, you'll make it, which is yeah. not the same thing. No. And uh, we want to help people with that because I'm not criticizing anyone or insulting anyone on that. I think there's really confusion on how to, how, to, how to sort that out. So there's ways and real practices. I know that you're going to go over incredible stuff that day on what people can actually do to, to, to get those wins that they need and, and also make them firm and keep them. So let's talk about the speakers real quick. Um, you're going to be emceeing, partially emceeing. You're excited? <clears throat> I am. It's your, your first MC uh, first event? First ever. <laughs> Obviously, you're going to be speaking. You want to tell people a little bit about, you know, a little, give them a little taste about what they're going to get from JB when the yeah yeah so night. so we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk a little bit. It's called unbreakable confidence. And the thing is, is that you would think that someone who normally teaches that just someone who is always confident. It's actually not true. What we're going to talk about is creating the foundation to be able to learn anything, apply anything, execute on it. And uh, I'm going to break it down in a really simple step that I think will blow a lot of people's mind and, and make it easy because always the, if the advice isn't easy to grab, it doesn't work well. So. Everyone's going to go over exactly what they need to do to be able to apply things to make it work. And what I'm going to do is I want them to understand, like, look, the reason why this goes down is because of something that you're not aware of. And here's what that is. Um, how, how come how come you're how come you're winning all of a sudden you lose? What's the piece that you violate? How do you when you're losing, how do you actually get back quick instead of going through like a whole finding yourself process, which takes too long, costs too much money? Uh, so there's a lot of things that we're going to go over that actually create that baseline or foundation for them to be able to, to operate on that. So we have we have Brian Carp. So anybody who doesn't know Brian Carp, Brian Carp, for all the the social media and the the, the Bravo shows, Brian Carp could potentially, in my opinion, be the greatest real estate agent of our generation. I agree. Right, selling over 200 houses by himself every year. No idea how he does it. Not with a team by himself. So he's going to be out there essentially telling people teaching people how to become that listing machine. Yep. We have Kevin Iglesias, who I know that you work a lot with. 
Want to tell people a little bit? About yeah. It? So Kevin's if Kevin's segment is called Success is Calling, and he's going to actually break down the process of how he built his business with cold calling, which is what everyone's afraid of for some reason. So <laughs> you know, cold calling. We say cold calling. Most people say, all right, here's a fire you can run through. Or here's a phone. <laughs> they take the fire. So. <laughs> So Kevin's going to show them the breakdown of, of what he did to get through it. And I think everyone's going to be really uh, impressed by it because Kevin's going to give everyday things that anyone can do yeah. um, and, and show someone that way. It's not that it's not that hard. Yeah, I think that's a great thing. I think that and these type of events are amazing and I try to go to as many as possible. Even if you learn one thing and you leave it one thing that can really, you know, transform your business. So obviously we have Dan O'Neill as well, who is like a, a now at this point, almost like a, a nationwide real estate celebrity. He hasn't been uh, an agent for that long. He built a team like one year out. He has over 20 agents. Uh, he's on broke agent media and he's doing an unbelievable job. And he's used social media to really recruit, brand himself, do a tremendous amount of deals. So there's a lot of stuff to be learned from him. And, uh, and me, I had about two months ago, I had this epiphany where I'm like, you know what? There's no shortage of amazingly talented real estate professionals. What there is a shortage of is kind of like a, a literal day by day, hour by hour kind of roadmap on what agents need to do in order to be successful. Because yeah. when you're a real estate agent, you're basically running your own business. And they just kind of give you this license once you pass the test and they <laughs> just throw you in the deep end of the pool and they're like, all right, figure it out. But if they had more of like kind of like a step-by-step -step escalator structure of, okay, you know what? This is what I got to do Monday at, at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock. And this is how they build their business step-by-step. -step, I think you'd have a lot more people, you know, doing multiple six figures and, and beyond. You know, that's so huge. And I'm really glad you're going to go over that because everyone's looking for like the, the sauce. But I don't know who here just eats sauce without actual meal to put it on. Right. So like the, everyone wants a sauce, but they don't have a meal. And that organization is really that meal on what you actually do every single day. Like the most successful people in business, not just our business, but in general, are the ones that have an organization, a way of actually being able to execute every single day. And I think everyone's looking for like, like what's that script or what's that this or what's that that? And that's that's not what it is. And, and you've built your business to what it is today. Um, not out of luck. It's not luck. Yeah. So I, th I guess <clears throat> the key is like you have to be attached to the process. And you have to kind of enjoy in a twisted way the the struggle of what you have to go through on a day-to-day -day business, a day-to-day -day basis to build a business. Or, and a lot of the most successful people I've seen in business were in a situation that was so dire that they needed to fight their way out in order to support themselves, support their family. And that's kind of like the fire that that it takes. But if we can help give people the tools to go out and hey, get a couple extra deals a year to get them through this time or elevate their business, get it to a next level. I think that's, we're gonna be able to really change a lot of people's lives. Yeah, I agree. And, and here's one thing I can promise, I think, for anyone attending, the goal, and it, we will reach this goal, is for you to never be the same again. It's for you to leave that event and say, okay, this is what I'm gonna do, this is who I am, and I'm gonna just grow up and blow up and make this thing the best thing I've ever made in my life. So. You know, because look, I'll give you an example. All these people came together and supported this event. What does that mean? It means that the world is filled with a majority of good people. Yeah. So if they do well, they'll make the world better. So we got to give these people more resources. So actually, if we really want to make a difference, it's so important that this is an incredible event for them so they can make an impact. Yeah. I mean, on a, on a, on a side note, related note, I just want to tell everybody in the real estate world how proud I am of you guys for a number of different reasons. A, the support for this event has been unlike anything I've ever seen. 
B, there's just been this unbelievable camaraderie that I've seen develop over the last three to five years in residential real estate that I haven't seen in commercial real estate, that I haven't seen in the mortgage industry, that I haven't seen in really any other business. So it's really great to be you know, alive and working in Long Island in this time in this industry with, with these kind of people. Um, I'm curious to know, I want you to kind of, I want you to look in the camera and I kind of, from the heart, I want, you know, what do you, you know, what do you have to say to the people in Turkey, you know, what we're doing, what you hope for them, you know, just, you know, that there is hope that we're doing everything that we can. And what do you have to say to them about everything that you're doing, which is, I mean, unbelievable. You should be very proud of yourself. You're making a huge impact. Like the thought of, oh, maybe I can take a commission check and buy a container turned into, you know, thousands and thousands of people raising money. We're going to be six figures plus, possibly multiple six figures building 25 plus container homes in a matter of 30 days. Yeah. Um, I think I really want them to know that they're not alone and there's a whole world out there that wants to help them. And we're one of them, many of them. Um, yeah, this is where I cried yesterday. <laughs> yeah, they're not alone there. You know, there's a whole world out there that wants to help them. Some people just don't know how to do it. And they just don't know what channels to go through. I think we're providing that. I think we, I believe we're going to do so much more than what we um, put out there. I think there's going to be more that we'll be doing. I think we're going to touch more people. Every day I speak to a different person from different areas. And there's a lot more opportunities to help people that have been affected by this. Um, the biggest thing is they, have, they don't have schools. The schools are closed. Kids are not doing anything they can't take their mind off you know what they went through three weeks ago so there's a lot more to be done and i just want them to know they're not alone and i don't because when i watched the news the night before that i came up with this i and i said this to my husband i said i can feel the helplessness in my soul like they are so they're so helpless they they didn't they didn't have anywhere to go I saw this guy trying to lift up a cement with his bare hands because there was no machinery anywhere to help him. And he was yelling that his daughter was there. So I just, I know, I know they feel hopeless. And I know that right now they're probably thinking their life is never going to be what it was, but we're going to make the best and we're going to try to make it a little better for them. Yeah. And like we were discussing the other day, it's like everybody, it doesn't matter who you are. Everybody at some point falls on hard times. Yeah. It's your, your job, your duty as a human being that when you see other people fall on hard times, if you have the capability and it doesn't mean you have to give thousands and thousands of dollars, it's time, it's having a conversation, it's, it's giving them an ear, whatever it is that it's, it's important to be able to, to do something like that because when you need it, you need to have people that are there uh, for you. So on the event side, obviously you are, you are the maestro of, of the events kind of, you know, look out there, talk to the people. If they haven't bought a ticket yet, most likely it's sold out. Obviously, if you haven't sponsored, sponsorships are still welcome up until, and if not after the event, but what are people that are coming to that event going to say? Okay. So here's what I can promise you. I can promise you it's nothing like you've ever, any other event you've ever been to where you're, you're it's not going to be, and panels are great. I love panels. But this is going to be a legitimate conference where you're going to see, you're going to get, you're going to get, you're going to get material, and you're going to get data, and you're going to get 
things that normally aren't given out. In fact, we've actually asked everyone to give things that they haven't actually, it's their secret sauce per se, or what, what they're doing. Uh, the experience is gonna be something that's out of this world. You're gonna have networking. We're gonna have dinner included. We actually have uh, great Turkish food sponsored from Istanbul Cafe. We're gonna have an open bar for networking gonna be baklava there? Did somebody making baklava? Did ba we have this conversation? Baklava is coming from Brooklyn oh, that yeah. my mother-in-law sponsored. Oh yeah. <laughs> So uh, the, there's the there's the, there's a the networking uh, part after, but during the actual event, I think you're going to really learn a lot and get get some real experiences that you never had before. We're trying to make it the best event ever done, but I know we're going to be able to deliver that. Um, you're going to get takeaways that I think that also we're going to have the ability to live stream it too. So for people that maybe didn't get a chance to, if this is sold out by then, which it will be. Uh, you'll probably have access to a live stream, which would be great. Uh, so you can watch it from home as well. Uh, the, the number one thing here is that we just want you to win and we want to create an environment conducive to that. Uh, it's going to be exciting. It's going to pump you up. There's going to be surprises in it. Uh, there's going to be a hell of an education out there. And uh, there's going to be great networking afterwards too. Love it. Awesome. So if people, what is the site for everybody? If you're looking to just, you know, go and donate if tickets, uh, since tickets are sold out, if you're looking to sponsor, how do people, you know, donate or, or sponsor if they're watching this? So uh, we can, you can go on uh, at, at Tilbury Media. It's the link there. What we're going to do is um, right now it's a long link. So we're just going to make it real estate rebuild, www.realestaterebuild.com. It's available. Check. So uh, when you go on realestaterebuild.com, you'll be able to get your tickets, sponsor and figure out any other information. And we're also going to keep people updated on what we're doing and delivering of it because uh, we want you to see that as well because it does make a difference. Love it. Super proud of you guys. Honored that you you know had me get involved. Honored that I can be involved in this. I just, it's an amazing cause. The people that are coming together, it's just great. And I know it's going to be an amazing night and we're going to really impact a lot of people. So if anybody's looking to reach out to you guys, obviously, if they're looking to buy or sell, right? Denise Oscar. Do you want me to give my phone out? Give it whatever, <laughs> whatever you, you wanna, whatever you feel you comfortable <laughs> whatever you feel comfortable giving out to the world. <laughs> JB Bolvadin, at, at, at JB Bolvadin, and <laughs> obviously I'm the handsome home buyer. Do you have a house you want to sell of any kind? You know I want to buy it. Five one six seven 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 sold. If you haven't bought tickets yet, we're sorry that you missed it, but there will be a live stream. And if you haven't sponsored, please sponsor. And if you just have anything to donate, it doesn't matter if it's $20, doesn't matter if it's $20,000, everything's really appreciated. It's gonna make a really big impact in many people's lives. So thank you, that's a wrap.